Recently, I was reading a book and uh, in one of the chapters, the events that were described, they sounded extremely familiar. The book is called The Next 100 Years. It was written by George Friedman. And uh, those of you who don't know, the book is all about predictions in the next 100 years in the 21st century in the major geopolitical events and trends. And when I read the chapter on Russia, I thought it was bang on. It was so accurate and so precisely the author had described the whole situation. I couldn't believe it. Mind you, the book was written in the year 2009 and seeing the way all the events have turned out in 2022, it was quite surprising. Now, what was there in that chapter or in that book? Let me talk about that. So, in that chapter called Russia, the author argues that the Russian question, it still remains unresolved and it will lead to many, many conflicts in the future. Remember, this was 2009 and US was still fighting war on terror and many believed that the next few uh, decades or years, they are going to be about the conflict between the West and the Islamic world. But here, Friedman disagrees. He says that the Russian question is the major one, not the Islamic question for United States of America. But what is this Russian question that he's talking about here? First of all, he tells us that in geopolitics, major conflicts, they repeat themselves. France and Germany, for example, they've fought multiple wars. And so have Russia and Poland, India and Pakistan, and so on. So, when a single war does not resolve an underlying geopolitical issue, the successive conflicts, they are quite inevitable. Now, coming to Russia, the country has clashed with the rest of the Europe on multiple occasions. The Napoleonic Wars... The two world wars and the cold war, all of them, at least in part, they dealt with the status of Russia and its relationship with the rest of the Europe. So then he phrases this question very interestingly. And he says, if Russia is a united nation state, where will its frontiers lie? And what will be the relationship between Russia and its neighbors? And that is the Russian question. Unfortunately, none of the, these wars that we just talked about, they've been able to settle this Russian question, which means there will be more wars. And that is exactly what we are seeing in Ukraine. Now to understand this conflict better and the deeper roots of the Russia and the Europe problem better. The author also tells us these two sides of the story, how Europe sees Russia and what are Europe's fears 
and at the same time what Russia's fears are and what is its point of view. So let's first see from the Europe's point of view. For Europe, the very existence of a united Russia, whether in, in the form of Soviet or in some other form, it poses a threat. Russia is a huge, vast region with significant population. But it has two important assets. First is land and second is natural resources. As such, you will see there's always this some kind of temptation in the European powers. They, they see an opportunity to increase their size and wealth and they want to expand towards the east, that is the east of Europe, towards Russia. And similarly, Russia also sees the opportunity to expand towards the west, which is again in the east of Europe. And that's why Europe has this fear that Russia might want to expand towards Europe. But there is an interesting problem that Europe faces. And this problem is, is recently created by Russia. Because of uh, Russia's limited infrastructure and technology, it's not really, really a rich country like Europe, like the countries in the Europe, I mean. So Russia relies heavily on the oil and gas report exports and that's how it builds its economy. Now what this has done is, this has created Europe's energy dependency on Russia. Therefore, on one hand, Europe would like to expand its influence towards the east, towards Russia by, by the help of NATO, with the help of EU. But it cannot afford to have a major crisis going on in Russia. So this puts additional pressure on the European powers and they are always concerned about Russia's misadventures. Now, what about Russia? What does Russia fear? Now, Friedman tells us that Russia's vulnerabilities or its fears, they lie in, in its major, major weakness, which is its borders, and particularly its borders in the north and west. The author says, even if the situation is that Ukraine is controlled by Russia, as it has been for centuries, and Belarus and Moldova are part of the Russian Empire. There are still no natural borders in the north. On the northern European plain, no matter where Russia's borders are drawn, it is open to attack. So Russia fears that on the northwestern side, it is always vulnerable and uh, if the presence of NATO or European Union or any of its allies continues to grow, then that will be a major risk for Russia. Now what does Russia do? How does Russia respond to these fears and vulnerabilities? Russia, Friedman predicts, is is going to turn to its strengths. And the only physical advantage that Russia have is its geographical depth. 
So the farther west into the Europe its borders can extend, the farther conquerors have to travel to reach Moscow. So Russia is always pressing westward towards Europe and uh, and therefore although you might think that Russia's actions in its expansion are purely aggressive but they are much more de- defensive in some ways so th- th- there are multiple sides to this problem so one of them is so a geographically insecure russia would first turn to its military it would strengthen its military it would put all the money in the economy to to develop the the military create that military infrastructure buying or producing those weapons and once it has done that which it did in the early 2000s then friedman predicts that russia is going to create buffer zones to protect itself from the rest of the world and then after the buffer zones it would try to create buffer zones for the buffer zones so that means russia's strategy is to create deep buffers along the northern european plain and at the same time what it can do is divide and manipulate its neighbors because what russia cannot tolerate is some kind of you know tight borders and there are no buffer zones and at some point its neighbors uniting against it so it's always meddling in the politics of its neighbors influencing their politics and also occasionally expanding its military influence there which is exactly what we are seeing right now in ukraine so i'm going to quote these couple of sentences from friedman's book he says In the first phase Russia will be concerned with recovering influence and effective control in the former Soviet Union creating the system of buffers that the Soviet Union provided it. In the second phase Russia will seek to create the second tier of buffers beyond the boundaries of the former Soviet Union. It will try to do this without creating a solid wall of opposition the kind that choked it during the cold war in the third phase russia will try to prevent anti-russia coalitions from forming and that tells you why russia is so sensitive about the prospects of its neighbors such as ukraine joining nato so this this threat was always there this possibility was always there and as friedman has pointed out or as he has predicted the war will always be just around the corner and that's why we should read good books because then we already know what is going to happen and it's not really a surprise for us